0: And uh, literally preaching to the choir and a couple more, but that's okay. I was talking to the pastor this afternoon, and um, I said, Pastor, I'm not sure what we should do. Um, and he says, you're the pastor now. You figure it out. And uh, I said, thank you, Pastor. And he says, well, I'll tell you this. You'll be wrong if you cancel. You'll be wrong if you don't. So I guess I'm wrong tonight for doing this. But thank you for coming out. And i um, a little nervous tonight. I'm always nervous, but I really don't have a specific um, text, I don't even have a, um, a place for you to turn, and I just have several verses, so if you if you, if you take notes, good luck, because uh, I don't know where this is going, um, but uh, I have this thought that's been on my mind, uh, on my heart for about two years, you say, Caleb, it's been two years, you don't have a, an outline, well, if I had an outline starting two years ago, it'd be too long, we would be here all night, uh, but I just have a simple thought that I want to share with you, I want to be an encouragement, I want to be a challenge, and um, uh, the reason I believe that we had church tonight is because I need this, and um, if I if I live it, hopefully I can preach it, and uh, if I preach it, hopefully I can live it. So I hope to um, be an encouragement. But for just tonight, uh, if you could just try to try to keep your attention, um, I'm going to be all over the place, and um, it will be you'll, you'll figure it out. But uh, I uh, again apologize in advance, and so we'll get right into it. So we'll hopefully uh, you know what? How about this? Why don't we just pray and be dismissed now? And then we can be on our merry way. Would that be all right? Uh, Some some people are excited about that. No. But uh, so I'm going to begin. We're going to read Genesis, Exodus, Psalms, Acts, Romans, 1 Corinthians, Ephesians, Philippians. Not all of those. We're going to read a verse in each one of those books. And uh, the title of the message tonight is just two words, and I think you'll figure it out. And uh, if you can't remember anything about the message tonight, if I confuse you enough, just remember these two words. If you could try to remember these two words, and you'll figure it out once I get to reading these verses. Genesis 50 20 says, but as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass, it is this day, to save much people alive. Exodus thirteen eighteen says, but God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. My uh, Psalm 73 26, my flesh and my heart faileth but God is the strength of my heart and my portion. Acts 7, 9 says, and the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Acts 13, 30, but God raised him from the dead. Of course, talking about Jesus. Romans 5, 8, probably my favorite verse that has these two words in it, and I think you probably already figured it out. Romans 5, 8, but God commendeth his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Corinthians 3.6, I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. 1 Corinthians 3.7, so then neither is he that planteth anything, neither he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. 1 Corinthians 10.13, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Ephesians 2.4, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Philippians 2, seven. for indeed he was sick nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but also on me, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. Let's take a moment and let's pray and then we'll get into the message. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for once again another opportunity to stand before your people and preach your word. God, please help me to just be an encouragement, maybe a challenge. And God, I pray that you would uh, touch the hearts that need to be touched, Lord, and and you know the needs. And God, I pray you would fulfill those needs. And Lord, I pray that I would just speak your word and not my own and keep all those uh, safe during this time. Lord, we love you. we ask these things in your name, amen. And uh, if you you can, what do you think the title of tonight's message, two words? Say it if you know it. Very good. Now let's say it, because now we know it. Let's say it like we mean it. Ready? Very good. Now, it's not, but God, kind of like when my daughter says, but dad, but mom, not that type, but the type of, but God. But God can do that. And um, I'll just, stay with me here. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, it's gonna take a little bit to get into this, but I don't really have any points, but really just a direction that I wanna go with this. And then three questions I wanna ask at the end. And I think of the Bible character, Joseph, one of the very first verses that we read. And uh, I want to, I often wonder if we can go back in heaven and uh, experience those times and to be able to watch. I hope there's DVR in heaven. We can say, what's on TV tonight? And we're going to watch The Life of Joseph and sit down next to Joseph and uh, get to watch it with him. And uh, Joseph, I'd like to just go and find him when he was in the pit and say, hey, Joseph, how you doing? How you doing down there? And he'll probably say, oh, it's the pits. And I say, oh, nice, nice, nice joke. Good pun. Appreciate the bad joke. And, uh, hey, Joseph, um, I heard that your brothers are going to kill you. And uh, Oh, they're not going to kill you. They're going to sell you into slavery. am oh, sorry about that. Hey, um, how, how much are they selling you for? It's kind of cheap. Man, you're not really that expensive. And uh, so Joseph gets sold into slavery and and uh, you know the story, and then all of a sudden finds himself in Potiphar's house and gets thrown in jail for doing the right thing. Then he's in jail for a while and he's still doing the right thing, and then he's forgotten, uh, and then eventually he's restored. But then he gets to the point where he has the opportunity to get back at his brothers. And you know the story. And he says, hey, you might have meant it for evil, but God meant it unto good. It saves so much people alive. I bet Joseph was glad that he could be faithful and have a time in his life where he'd say, but God, but God. I think of Moses. I think of Moses who they... Uh, you, he, he, he had a speech impediment, and that's a really terrible word for anybody that has a speech impediment. They can't hardly say it. I can hardly, hardly say the word myself, but he couldn't hardly talk, and, and uh, he's supposed to be the leader, and he's supposed to lead them out of Egypt, and so he thinks he's doing the right thing, right, and he gets to the Red Sea, and then, oh boy, and everybody's saying, what are you, what are you doing to us? We would have been better off in Egypt. We're gonna be killed, but he had the opportunity to see, God, I don't know what's going but God parted the Red Sea for them, he had a moment in his life where he had a time where he could say, but God did this for me. I think of Noah, crazy Noah. You think about that. If uh, you were just one of the people on the sidelines and walk up to him and say, hey, uh, what's this addition that you're building onto your house? And it uh, looks pretty nice. He said, oh, it's an ark. What's an ark? And uh, well, it's a boat. And oh, where, where are you going to take this big boat to? Oh, well, it's going to rain 40 days. Before. What's rain? And uh, you think about all that. And uh, Then it gets to the point where I'm sure Noah was preaching the message and preaching, you know, need to be on this ark, and it's a picture of our salvation. And uh, all of a sudden, that door was shut, people knocking on the door, but they could not get in. But God saved Noah and his family because of his faithfulness. I think of David, who was just a little shepherd boy, and uh, I I think it's quite funny to read the story and to put myself in these positions. And, uh, you know, they were coming to the house of David to pick a king. David wasn't even there. His dad didn't even think he was going to be picked for the king. How would you like that? I think I'd like my fair chance and like to be at the house. But he was out uh, out uh, tending to the sheep and said, oh, no, just is there any more, any more people here at the house? And I said, well, my youngest one's out there tending to the sheep, but surely he's not the king. And uh, You know the story, he became king. and then. Uh, but you think about all the different instances in his life where he was just being faithful, being a shepherd boy. And then one day a, a lion came about and a bear, and he, he was uh, able to... Uh, kill the bear with the lord's help of course with the with the sling and then all of a sudden he gets to go send some cheese and crackers to his brothers who are at war and he's there and um, he he gets the opportunity to say hey who's this giant that's cursing my god and what's what you know is there not a cause and then he gets that moment where he says to them and even though they put all the armor on him and it wasn't fit for him he says hey there was a time in my life where i had a bear and uh, god helped me deliver and there was a lion he was said, but God delivered me in those little things. I think I'm ready to face my giant. But God helped him. I think of Daniel, Daniel in the And again, uh, I would not have blamed him if we read the story where all of a sudden the government getting involved with, uh, with his beliefs and what he can do. And I wouldn't have blamed him at all if he would have shut the doors and prayed in the privacy of his home. But he decided to keep doing what he was doing and he prayed on uh, three days or three times a day out there with the out there in the open and eventually you know the story they threw him in the, the lion's den and I'd love to go down to the lion's den and say hey Daniel how's it going down there and and uh, you know they say hey you know, everything's fine just playing with the big cats down here and uh, everything's going good and but God shut their mouth because I mean you think about if these people wouldn't have been faithful what, what would have been the story what would have known the ending I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, again, would not have blamed them if they would have bowed down, would have said, well, I probably would have done the same thing, you know, especially, it's almost like with my daughter, I say, hey, you're going to get a spanking for this, and then she doesn't obey, and I say, okay, now you're going to get the spanking seven times harder, uh, so I'm giving you another chance to, to listen to what I'm saying, uh, but they say, hey, we're going we're to turn the furnace seven times hotter and they had an opportunity to, to kind of be like, okay, well, maybe we should, because this is gonna be pretty serious here. But they stood up for what they believed in, but God delivered them from the fiery furnace. I think of Gideon with uh, this mighty men who were gonna go and win the battle, and all of a sudden, God, you know the story, cut them down to all, all, all down to 300 men. And, uh, and these, to tell that story would be such a great story. So he what said, what did, what did you beat them with? Oh, well, we had a trumpet and a pitcher, and we didn't lift one finger after that. They did all, the, God, but God did the rest of the work. Yeah, I think about all these things. I think of Lazarus. He was dead, but God raised him from the dead. And, um, but then you start to think about how um, you know Moses, okay? He murdered somebody. He was a murderer, but God still used him. You think of Noah, who was a drunkard. God still used him. You think of David, who was an adulterer, a liar, and a murderer, but God still used him. And we could go through this list that, hey, these people weren't perfect, but I'm glad that they got back on track. And I'm glad that they stayed faithful to the end. And so some questions that I'd like to ask you tonight is um, just that, those two words, but God, where are you in your life right now? Maybe you're facing something, you say, God, I don't know what I'm gonna do, but God's gonna help you with it. My first question tonight is, do you know him? Do you know him? So well, Caleb, yes, I know God, I know God. I walk with him every day. No, do you know him? Do you really know him? And um, as I was preparing for this, I was just really, I was sitting in uh, my office there, and I was thinking, I'm so thankful. And I, I, I probably sound like a broken record, but God's been so good to me. And um, I, I, one of the, actually, blessings in my life right now is to work in a secular world and be able to be around unsaved people and to be able to be a witness. But a lot of times, I, 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 I forget, my wife reminded me the other day, I said, man, everybody's so grumpy all the time. Everybody's just, uh, they always got, and then they don't look forward to work. They don't, well... Sometimes I don't look forward to it either. But they don't look forward to maybe going home or anything like that. And she said, well, kid, okay, what do you think they have to go look forward to after work? That's like their life is work. They don't have, they don't have a good Christian family. They don't have uh, a good church to be a part of. And uh, so she wrote the rest of this message for me tonight. Uh, but no, but she, she reminded me of that. And I said, you know, I'm so thankful for the goodness of God in my life. But I think about, do I know him? Yeah, I know he sent his son. I know he died on the cross for me. I know all of that. But do I really, do I really know him? And I started to compile a list of, of God and what he means to me. And um, maybe you have a list like this, but I think of Jesus and how he's the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness. He's the king of ages. He's the king of heaven. He's the king of glory. He's the king of kings and he's the Lord of lords and he's my king. Do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's internally steadfast. He's morally graceful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's God's son. He's the sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder tonight, do we really know him? He supplies strength to the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He, He strengthens and he sustains. He guards and he guides, he heals the sick, he cleanses the lepers, he forgives sinners, he discharges debtors, he delivers the captive, he defends the feeble, he blesses the young, he serves the unfortunate, he regards the age, he rewards the diligent. I wonder tonight, do we really know him? He's the key to knowledge. He's the wellspring of wisdom. He's the doorway of deliverance. He's the pathway of peace. He's the roadway of righteousness and he's the highway of holiness, he's the gateway of glory. Do you know him? His life is matchless, his goodness is limitless, his mercy is everlasting, his love never changes, his word is enough, his grace is sufficient, his reign is righteous, his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. I wish I could describe you to him what he means to me, but he's indescribable, he's incomprehensible, he's invincible, he's irresistible, you can't get him out of your mind, you can't outlive him, and you can't live without him, do you know him? The Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find out any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave could not hold him. That's my king, he's my king, he's my God. Do you know him? And then I get to the point in my life where I'm going through some things, and all of a sudden, oh, woe is me. Oh, I'm going through this, quote unquote, little thing in my life that's just very temporal compared to eternity. And I start to get so worried about these things. And then I, the Lord reminds me, he says, do you know me? Do you walk with me? Do you really know me? And if I really know him, leads me to my next question. Do you trust him? Do you trust him? Yes, Caleb, I trust him. I trust him. I, I know that he, his grace is sufficient. I know he supplies all my needs. I know, I know, I know, I know that I trust him. Let me ask you something. If you're like me, I forget about these things. And uh, as I, I was saved April 1st, 1998, as a five and a half year old boy. So by the time I reached 11 years old, I was saved longer, more than I was unsaved in my lifetime. And so a lot of times I can tend to forget about salvation. And I, I realize I'm on my way to heaven and I got my ticket punched. Uh, and I know that I, if anything was to happen to me, I know where I'm going. But then I, I start to forget when things start happening and uh, the, the, bills are, the bills are coming in, or someone gets sick, or someone gets hurt, and all this happens, and I, and I start to worry, and I start to fret, and I don't want condo- it, to it's okay, we're human, we do that, but we forget that if I can trust him to take me to heaven when I die, and a lot of times I belittle that, because I've always known that. If I can trust him to pay the, the, the penalty, he, gives, he frees me from the penalty of sin, leads me to my second point, or this, can I trust him to remove... The power over sin in my life. You know, a lot of times in my life, I, I picture this. I picture I'm in a kayak on, on, on the water and I'm battling against the current and I gotta, I gotta keep going, gotta get through life. Lord, I, this sin's coming in my life. And I'm gonna battle it. Oh no, this temptation's coming in. All of a sudden I tip over. God, I'm so sorry. I drifted back. Let me get back on the kayak. I'm gonna continue to keep going. I'm gonna continue to keep going. God, I'm fighting the current. I'm fighting the current. Here comes the temptation. Here comes the sin. Here comes the trouble, the, tri- uh, the tribulation. I fall again. I get back in the boat going, a lot of times, that's how I—that's what I—I th- I thought I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to but no, I can't do anything, and you know this. But you—you you can't do anything without God. God, I—I don't know how I'm going to get through. But God can get you through this. God, I don't know how I'm going to get the victory over this in my life. But God gives the victory. God, I don't know how I'm going to in my life. I'm going to—I I, I can't. I don't know about. God gives the increase. If I can trust him to remove the penalty of sin in my life and take me to heaven when I die, and again, a lot of times we belittle that and just look right over that, but it truly is a miracle that he would save anybody, especially me. I could trust him to remove the power over sin in my life. I asked you tonight, do you know him? Next, do you trust him? And lastly, and I'm almost done, will you let him? Will you let him? You see, when we look in David's life, again, I already touched on it. There, became, there came a bear in his life, and there came a lion in his life, and he got the victory in the battle, and he won the battle through God in those areas of his life. But I see through that story of David that God prepared him, God protected him, and God provided for him. And um, if, I, if I know him and I trust him, and by the way, if you, uh, if you know him, you'll trust him, and if you know him and trust him, you're gonna let him. I don't know about you, but... <laughs> I've done some things in my past I'm not proud of. Done some things, said some things, thought some things, participated in some things that I'm not proud of, and they're in my past. But if I'm continuing looking behind me, and you think about just the simple illustration of driving a car, if I'm constantly looking behind me, I'm gonna get off track. If I look in that rear view uh, mirror uh, too often, I'll get off track where I'm supposed to go. And I wanna encourage you tonight, so maybe something's in your past that you're not proud of. Can I say you're in good company tonight? But the past is the past. Very deep, I know. The present is the present. It's a gift, that's why we call it the present. Will we, in the future is the future. Now let me ask you this. Are we so focused on the past that we're not letting him use us right now in the present? Are we too focused on the future that we're not letting him use us today? And let me just say this. If you know him today, if you trust him today, and you let him today, guess what? Tomorrow, you're gonna know him a little more, you're gonna trust him a little more, and you're gonna let him, let him a little more in your life. And, um, you th- and I, I just, I think about how often the time that the devil comes to me and discourages me, and he says, you're a nobody. And you say, you're right, I am a nobody. But with God, I am somebody. But God made me somebody. Uh, and I, and I it, you know, I just, God can't use you. He says it all the time to me. And, uh, and, and say, "Well, um, I'm, I'm, but with God, God can use me." And again, very very simple, very, very not so deep, but I just want to be encouragement and challenge you to, do you know Him? How do we get to know him? You know. We know him through His word. So we really know him. Do we just and again, I'm not against this. so we just read this just to say that we' read it, and I'm glad that you are. but do you really truly dive into the scriptures and really spend some time with Him? Some of my sweetest times I've ever had with God is just when I went through something and where I'm going through something. And uh, a lot of times, when everything seems to be going good, all of a sudden it's like, oh boy, I better get back closer to God because I don't want, and I don't want him to have to bring something in my life, although he will, uh, to get me closer to him. But do you know him? Do you trust him? The devil says, you're a nobody. Well, you're right, I'm a nobody, just trying to tell everybody about somebody who saved me. And if I, can, if I, if I know him like I should, and I trust him like I should. And I let him like I should. Just think about that. And I can't, I can't, can't tell you enough how many times, and I don't, I don't think it's unbiblical, obviously, to plan for the future. But I start to think years down the road, 20 years. And I think, wow, it could, the kids are out of the house. I could actually have freedom. No, no uh, 20 years down the road. Then I think 15. Okay, I think about, but then I start to think about right now. If I could just, it sounds a little cliche, but if I could just be a good Christian today, if I could be a good husband today, if I could be a good father today, I hope tomorrow I could be a little bit gooder. Is that the right word? I hope I could be a little bit better at doing that. And uh, tonight, I just want to ask you, hey, if you, can't, if you don't remember anything about the message, just remember those two words. When you face something, the devil comes to you. <laughs> you know, and I, I want to I go back and I want to ask, ask those people, you know, you know, when we get to heaven, hey, did you ever... Do you ever have any doubts? And of course, we read some of their stories and they had some doubts. And man, I'd love to talk to Lazarus. He just all of a sudden woke up and he was, you know, and it was funny that I use that phrase a lot to my daughter. You stinketh. And I said, it's a Bible word because Lazarus, uh, they said he's been in the grave four days. He stinketh. And he, hey, Lazarus was dead, but God raised him from the dead. And then you think about just Jesus Christ alone, how he was dead. And then he rose again so that we can be saved. And just a simple thought tonight of, but God. And uh, not a question, but a statement. And maybe there's something that you're, you're going through right now in your life that is, is trying your faith, trying your patience. You're getting, you're sharpening your game on something a little bit. And you're saying, God, I don't know what to do. I hope this could be encouraging you. But God, but God can do it. And if we let him, and we trust him, and we know him like we should, um, uh, how much better um, can we be tomorrow and to those around us? And um, a little cliche, a little bit easy thing to remember, but I don't know about you, but sometimes it's just those simple thoughts is what I need. And, um, and I can't tell you how many times that maybe tomorrow something's gonna happen, right? I'm gonna get off track and I'm gonna get all worried about something and I'm gonna remember, hey, but God can deliver me from this. But God can help me through this. But God can give the increase. Maybe there's someone you've given up on that you've been praying for years for someone to get saved and you've just given up on, don't do that. But God, God loves them. We know that. God wants them to be saved. God's not willing that any should perish. Maybe there's something in your life right now where you just, um, a big storm in your life, and you think about Peter walking on water, and we, um, we sometimes make fun of Peter, but he's the only one that got out of the boat, right? And he's stepping on the water and he's walking through life a miracle walking on the water and all of a sudden something happened. He took his eyes off Jesus and then he lost faith. Get back up. But God will help you through it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for these people tonight. Thank you for them coming out. um, Not on a not so great weather night, but thank you for that. God, I pray for those that didn't come, whatever whatever the reason is. God, I pray for a special night on Wednesday. Maybe those that could not make it today, God, I I pray that your house would be filled with your people protect pastors. He's away, God, I pray that you would just remind us of this thought, maybe just even this week. Maybe there'd just be encouragement to one person and God, just an encouragement to me even. God, just so many times I lose faith. So many times I lose track. So many times I lose sight of what's important and I forget just to know you like I should and trust you and to let you. Lord, I love you so much. I ask all the things in your name. Amen. Let's stand to our, our feet, our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. If you could just Play the song "Trust and Obey." Um, Trust and Obey, and we'll just we will just play through that silently right now.